0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Roadmap, the podcast on best practices and trending topics in auto finance. This podcast comes from the Center for Auto Finance Excellence, the industry resource for best practices and actionable advice for auto finance professionals. This is our third episode in our new monthly series of podcasts presented by the Center for Auto Finance Excellence through the support of FISERV and Datascan. So thank you to them both. I am Natalie Madela your host and deputy editor of Auto Finance News. As always, you can find episodes of The Roadmap, which will be posted on our website, uh, which is autofinanceexcellence.org. Uh, we encourage everyone to visit that site, and um, I'd also love to hear from you. If you have feedback or advice um, or topics for future podcasts, feel free to email me. You can reach me at... In Madela, spelled N-M-A-T-T-I-L-A, at royalmedia.com. The substance of the, this podcast touches on just some of what we do at the Center for Auto Finance Excellence, which shares its content through events like this and at autofinanceexcellence.org. Our goal here at The Roadmap is to welcome enlightened and thought-provoking guests from all across the auto finance industry to talk out key issues and opportunities with us. And for today's episode, we have a really great guest for just such a talk. Charles Goss is the Executive Vice President and Chief Lending Officer of Security Service Federal Credit Union. I'm very pleased to welcome Charles to this episode of The Roadmap. With over 27 years in the financial industry, including 22 years of credit union experience, Charles is nationally recognized as an indirect mortgage and consumer lending expert. Charles joined Security Service in July 1997 as the company's Texas Indirect Lending Manager. He was promoted to Vice President of Lending in September 1998 and became the Chief Lending Officer of the Golden One Credit Union in November 2010. He returned to Security Service in January 2013 to serve as the Chief Lending Officer, where he now oversees the Mortgage Services, Indirect Consumer Lending, and Asset Recovery departments. Charles also has a Bachelor of Business Administration from Southwest Texas State University. So welcome, Charles, and thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Natalie.
0: Um, So I'm just gonna jump right into our questions, Charles. So security service has been the number one lender in the auto finance performance ranking. So to what do you attribute this high ranking to? How do you effectively manage dealers' expectations?
1: You know, I, I don't believe that we really try to manage the expectations of our dealers, but we certainly manage uh, the delivery of service that we provide our dealers. Uh, you know, we we focus our dealers as partners as opposed to just vendors. Uh, we look at it that it's a very symbiotic relationship. It provides our members point of sale convenience so that it, it helps uh, effectively. Effectively, really make that process a lot smoother for both the members and for us. We really work on the relationships that we have with our dealers. We communicate effectively with them. We talk to them about the deals that they're uh, trying to get to, uh, bought. We we are very passionate about every aspect of our business, and not the least of which is is how quickly we can turn a loan from a application to uh, a funded deal you know where we we get the monies to the dealership, but our, our speed of funding is probably one of the best, if not the best, in the business and then we truly work on on being consistent we're we're always there for the dealers you know throughout the tough times and throughout the um the good times so we're not a lender that that gets in and out of the market um As, you know, when things are good, we want to be in and things are bad, we want to be out of it. We we, we try to consistently be there uh, for our dealers day in and day out.
0: And despite these high rankings, you know, for, for any lender, there's always room to improve. So what two or three opportunities for improvement do you see that, you know, or that security service is working toward? And maybe what advice do you have for other credit unions and lenders in this space to help them improve their dealer
1: relations? You know, we've been doing this for a long time. Uh, We we were very fortunate to have been selected for the last two consecutive years um, as a top performer as rated by our dealers. Um, I, I don't believe that we have any specific thing that we could sit there and say, Wow, we should have thought of this, or we should improve that, but it's a it's a constant strive for excellence and improvements every day. It's all these what I would consider singles and 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 doubles that that typically add up and make large wins or home runs if you will and so it's we're we're constantly looking to improve the way we deliver our service, how quickly we can deliver it through Efficiencies utilizing technology, efficiency utilizing um, how we communicate with the dealers, um, how we pay the dealers, I mean we we, we literally look at every aspect. There is no sacred cows in in our organization, we're always looking for a potential win and and I use a perfect example. Um, A couple years ago, uh, we have all these processors that process loans on a daily basis. Uh, as they come in and inevitably you know a dealer might forget something they didn't send proof of income they forgot to uh, provide a book out sheet whatever the situation is Uh, and so the processor would have to stop and and chase down this document or whatever and and so we created a new position called a a resolution processor so now my processors do nothing but just process loans it's like it's because we want to get our dealers paid as quickly as we can we have one specific person assigned to chasing stipulations, missing documents. Uh, maybe the the call came in for 500 more than what we had approved it for, whatever the situation is. And, and it really, well, that wasn't, in our opinion, it wasn't that big of a deal. It, it really turned out to be a very large deal for the dealers because the perception was that we, we really cared. We were trying to get loans funded as opposed to, hey, you missed something, it's your problem, and you figure it out. And it really resonated with me at one of our events when I introduced that person. The dealers went crazy. I mean, they just—they were in love with that person because of what that represented to them. It helped them keep them out of trouble. It helped us stay off our their their contracts and transit list. And it was just a win-win for everybody. So, you know, while it wasn't a big thing, it became a big thing.
0: I wanted to shift gears for a minute to talk about, um, you know, competition in the environment. So, many of the large banks in the space have strategically been pulling back in the market, as I'm sure you've seen. So, is Security Service looking to capture some of that market share, or, you know, maybe if you have any thoughts around that in in general?
1: You know, I would have to lean back and say that what we try to do and strive to do is be consistent. We really don't manage this company uh, on market share. Um, we really manage the company to optimize our balance sheet positions to provide convenience to our members and, and, and to, to really provide that best-in-class service I was talking about to our dealer partners, and so we, we look at it a little differently. Uh, while I do certainly look at our placement in the marketplace, our placement with certain dealers, uh, because those are... are, are Potential signs that we either are doing something right, or we need, to make, we need to make some course corrections. So it's just another tool in our tool chest of, of managing holistically this whole process. If that makes sense.
0: Right. Yeah. And you know, speaking of the you know overall market, you have 27 years of experience in the financial industry, so you know and as chief lending officer you've i'm sure you've been through quite a few credit cycles so based on what you see do you think we're headed into a downtrend in the cycle you know and if so how how is security service preparing for that
1: well i i think that we have been very proactive over the last year to year and a half you know when you look at at different cycles throughout the time I and mean, this this business is a, a very slick cyclical business Uh, Taking 09 as an example, when we started uh, going into the recession, did we make some uh, changes to our underwriting in terms of being more conservative? Yes, we did, because we're in this for the long haul. When I talk about the consistencies being there for our deers through the good times and bad times, I'm not going to just exit the market when things not going optimal and then come back in when I think things are optimal. I'm we, we are consistently there for a day or so. So that being said, when you look at auto delinquencies from the CRAs, they're up across the United States. Forty nine out of fifty states have all reported higher auto delinquencies. So uh, we've already made some adjustments to our underwriting strategies. We've gotten a little bit more conservative uh, again so that we have a a sustainable program that can can take these swings in the marketplace, if you will.
0: Yeah, and speaking of, you know, altering your underwriting strategy, you know, how 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 you said that you've been a bit more conservative. So can you elaborate more on in what ways you've been doing that? Have you been, you know, shortening loan terms or, um, you know, changing the credit spectrum at all for you guys?
1: Well, I I think that what you know—it's funny because I see other lenders uh, in the marketplace uh, really moving down into the credit spectrum and buying deeper uh, to to really gain market share, if you will. Um, That's why that's one of the reasons we don't ever measure our success on market share because we don't believe that that's a good metric. What we believe is that we're going to optimize our our balancing our position. In such a way that that it is profitable for us and sustainable for us in the long run, and so so to be more specific that when I talk about being a little more conservative, we have shifted our our folks and efforts on what we would consider our our a plus business and our a and and less reliance on b c and d while it does. Negatively impact my netage margin because those are skinnier deals, they're lower rates, but they're also higher credit quality individuals, and so we don't see the losses on the back end side of it as much. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, and you know, in reference to loan terms as well, you know, what um, first, what are your maximum and average loan terms? If you can share that with us, and what are your thoughts overall on extending terms considering the industry continues used to extend more and more to create more affordable monthly payments um, particularly for um, millennial buyers
1: i I understand exactly what you're asking and it, go back to go back to the fact that I've been doing this for a long time all right so mm-hmm. I am not a big fan of extended terms and never has been and I've seen them they when it shifted from 48 to 60 when it shifted from 60 to 72. You know, and it's interesting when you ask, what is my max loan term? Well, my max loan term is 84 months. Uh, but do I do that in every market that I serve? No, I do not. I do it competitively in certain market areas, uh, but I don't do it in every one of them. And in our largest market that I do business in, I don't do 84 months. And, and um, I, I'm just not a big fan of the, the of the longer-term loans. I think it does an injustice to the dealer, to our members. Uh, it just really, it, it's not a sustainable model in my opinion. Now, again, I'm not managing our success off of market share, so I'm not chasing that i got to have every deal in every market. We were We are really looking at it more from a sustainable perspective and a profitable perspective. We can't, there's no reason to extend a loan term out just to get a loan. Uh, so, no, we have not extended our terms out, our average uh, uh, term right now, when you look at all the different markets that I serve, is 70 months. So, obviously, to get an average like that, I've got a lot of 72-month business in there. I've got very little, I mean, less than 1% of 84-month terms, and i got a bunch of 60 months, so.
0: Gotcha. And I have one last question for you, Charles, which is more forward-looking. So. You know, With this year coming to an end, what, what would you say are your top two or three priorities for
1: next year? Sure. You know, I think across the United States with just about all auto lenders, it's been a challenging year with rising delinquencies, uh, rising collection costs, uh, things of that nature. Uh, what we're truly looking at is our top three priorities is to is be more profitable next year, to be more scalable. And to be more efficient in in everything we do is what kind of goes back to that I'm going to try to get any wins I could possibly get however small they may be uh, or however large I mean I I love the big ones and but I don't see a lot of low hanging fruit out there you know we all offer very similar services you know in the financial services industry We're, we're trying to compete for auto loans at the point of sale So, from our perspective, the way that we're going to win, we may not be the best rate out there, but what we're going to focus our efforts and energies is having the best relationship, funding faster than anybody in the country, if we can do that, and we do it sustainably and consistently, and, and just really working on our dealer partners to enhance those relationships. I mean, those are really the things that we look at to be keys to our success.
0: Gotcha. Well, those were all my questions for you, Charles. So thank you again for joining us on this podcast episode. I I appreciate it.
1: It was my pleasure. I I appreciate the opportunity.
0: Thanks so much. And and to our audience, um, you can find episodes of the uh, roadmap posted on our website at autofinanceexcellence.org and stay tuned for more episodes.